This is the listener advice questions from the friendship breakup episode that I posted last week, just to double clarify. Let's get into it. Stop talking. All the shit that people are thinking, but not saying. I'm not even like drunk. I've just been like drinking. Does my podcast offend you? Men, if you're listening, I apologize in advance. Women, hey bitches, are you ready? Are you still talking? Girl, stop talking. Fucking Monday. Oh my God, back to back weeks. Who is she really on my motherfucking game? Now, if you are watching this, you can see that I'm a pale ass bitch. I can see that because I am also staring at myself. There's a lot of colors going on, but not in the melanin. Okay. If you guys are weekly, bi-weekly avid listeners, you know that today's episode is a listener question and advice. This is like probably one of the first real ones that I've done um, specifically geared to a topic. And I would love to continue to do this stuff. So I just wanted to go ahead and start out by thanking everyone who wrote in Um, By everyone, I mean four, all four of you, you single-handedly get 25% of the credit each, okay? (laughs) And this is just the beginning, you guys. I'm telling you, this is about to pop off. You heard it here first. We are popping off this year, going off the motherfucking rails, okay? So, um... I had these people write in with a link on my story. I'm going to do more of these. So I hope you guys like them and you enjoy the advice. I'm still going to, you know, make it fun and funny as best as I can. Now, I have not read these. So, uh, well, there's one that I read because I needed some more context on. But we're going to start off going in blind, completely unsolicited advice. But, well, I guess not really because these people did ask for it. So... You fucking asked for it. Okay. First message reads. Okay, wait. I feel like, did I? I don't know if I gave enough detail. I think I did. (laughs) This is me sober, okay? I can't even imagine what the ones, episodes of me drinking a couple glasses of wine sound like. Um... This is the listener advice questions from the friendship breakup episode that I posted last week, just to double clarify. Let's get into it. This girly wrote me this message and she said, I have a friend who is sweet, but she never picks up the tab. She never offers to drive anywhere and forgets her wallet. One time I bought a $30 drink in Vegas and she refused to drink it. So I had to drink a double. I drive all the way to Phoenix an hour and a half to hang out with her, and then she also expects me to drive to to Mesa from North Phoenix because she wants to go to a certain country bar that and doesn't offer to drive. She's a sweetheart, but none of my other friends do this to me, and I'm tired of feeling like her boyfriend, lol. How do I nicely tell her I do not want to hang out anymore? Ooh... This is a conflicting one for sure. Definitely feels to me like she may have just these expectations that like that she places onto you because 
you know, I'm trying to play devil's advocate for a second. Like maybe she genuinely thinks that like, it's no big deal. Have you ever mentioned something to her in the moment? Like I know specifically this girl does not live in Phoenix. She lives, um, hours away. I think like four plus hours from Phoenix. So I, that's a long drive to drive four hours to hang out with someone. And then that person tells you, oh, but we have to drive another 45 minutes to Denim and Diamonds in Mesa (laughs) because that's the better bar. Have you ever like in the moment said something to her like, hey, you know, I drove all this way and I just, I really just don't want to drive. Like, can you drive or can we call an Uber? Because like, I've already come so far, like come to hang out with you. It's the least that I feel like we could do to make this easier on me. I think maybe setting up some of those conversations, like in the moment, um, because also like, how close are you with this friend? I feel like if this was my best friend, I'd be like, girl, what the fuck? (laughs) I just drove fucking four hours. I'm not going to drive anymore. Like call a fucking cab. Um, so I think like in the moment being able to say something and just kind of putting it on the table, like, honestly, that's not something I want to do. I drove so much. Can we do something else? Or are you interested in driving? Now your actual question was, how do I nicely tell her that I do not want to hang out anymore? I think this is a situation where you just start putting your time into people that value it And I don't think you necessarily have to have a conversation off the bat, but I think you can start managing your time in a different way and put that into the people that are going to value, you know, your time and how much effort you're going out of the way to hang out with them. Now, at some point, depending on how close you are with this person, she will probably hit you back with a, you know, is is everything okay? I haven't seen you in a while. You should come out. I want to like, let's hang out. And I think so easily, like you could, I mean, for me, I'm a phone call person. So like, I know not everybody wants to talk on the phone, but take this whichever way you will talk on the phone or a text. And you just honestly say, Hey, I really enjoy hanging out with you. Well, maybe you don't (laughs) (laughs) getting out of myself. You can just say, honestly, the drive is really far. And in the past, I feel like I've done a lot of the driving and paying for things. And it doesn't really seem fair to me. So I think I'm going to take some time away. I don't even know if I like that. I think just saying like, I, you know, that just telling her that you don't want to put the time into that right now. Say like, you know, in the past I've gone out of my way and I don't feel like it's being valued. So I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Boom. Like it's not confrontational. It's not mean. I think it just uh, being honest and sometimes it helps to like write these thoughts down. Like you can just say, I don't feel like my time is being valued when I come out there and I'm not interested in you know, putting more time and effort if it's not going to be, if that energy isn't going to be matched to me. I think that was solid. Kind of got off there, but you guys got to bear with me. Okay. I've never done this before, like live question answering and advice. Usually I like think about it and think of my responses. So you're just getting me off the fly. Next, let's see which way I want to answer these in. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, this is a long one. <laughs> See if I can read this pro- properly. This says, okay. The story of my toxic relationship with my former best friends is too long, but I've learned some things along the way. Losing a close friend is such a difficult experience to go through. It feels as though the person has died, but only in your reality. There's a certain type of grief and certain type of mourn when it comes to the loss of a friend. And in my case, it was two of them. So I was grieving the loss of two people at the hands of one of them. Oh, that sucks. It's important to talk about them, to grieve, to mourn, so that you can eventually move forward. Unfortunately, when you're going through the grief process, a lot of old memories will come up again, and good and especially bad. You may feel absolutely insane because you're trying to figure out why and where everything took a turn. You might talk about it so much to the point where you feel like you should, you sound like a broken record. Your thoughts never stop wondering, how can you make your wait your thoughts never stop wondering how you can make your side heard sorry I don't know why that was so difficult for me sometimes it's just meant to be that way sometimes getting the last word or trying to prove that you were good intentioned is not the way to go sometimes we just have to let it be and that's okay okay I think this is just like a little advice but it's going well I'm gonna keep going you will miss them you will miss your good times, laughs, and connections. However, at some point, you will start to realize that if they ever came back pleading to be in your life again, the relationships would not be the same as they were before. You're you're a different person now as they should be too. You're both strangers to one another. Only the old parts of you from the past are familiar with one another. Hopefully by now, you've learned to outgrow those old parts of yourself so that you're able to recognize that you are just fine without them and that you are worth more than going back to resolve issues that don't need to be resolved. It's taken me two years now and I still struggle sometimes, but I can truthfully say that I have made significant progress in moving on with my life. The crazy part of all of this is that they say I was dead to them. Of course they do, because they sound like a bunch of jealous-ass bitches. But I know for a fact that they have not bothered to grieve the loss of my friendship. What's even crazier, I feel more alive now that I've moved on. Fucking mic drop. Wow, 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 wow. Didn't know we were going to go down that route per se, but I love that advice. It truly was great. Next. Okay, next. This one is a little long, so I'm going to condense it a little bit, and we'll go from there. So stay with me. Some backstory. Starting in 2021, I have been struggling with a medical condition. It's caused me to stay home a lot more and get physically ill. I struggle to keep food down. I've 
lived off of soup and crackers for weeks at a time. I've lost a lot of weight and I gain it back and then lose it again. Shit is rough. So I've been spending the last couple of years focusing on my health, managing my symptoms, and being a working mom on top of it all. My hands are full. Over the summer of 2023, I missed my friend's birthday party because I was sick from my disorder. There was no way in hell I was going to go to a party or, or rave while I'm unable to keep anything in my stomach, throwing up, bed and couch ridden. She was bummed but said she understood. We made plans for another day so I could give her the gift I got for her. A few months go by and I bring up how I miss her and I want to see her soon. She's always with her other friend and I just like to have some girl time one-on-one and hang out. Her response to why she hasn't been wanting to chill is because she's really upset I didn't go to the birthday, her birthday months prior and canceled the day of because I was throwing up. And she's been holding it in for months and would have rather had me there sick instead of home sick. I thought she would have been more understanding of my medical condition, like she says she was, and not held a grudge for missing her birthday outing. Then this led to her stating how she feels like our friendship is one-sided because she normally comes to my house to hang out and she expects different of me from canceling on the birthday, attending the birthday, etc. Basically how I'm a piece of shit friend for not being there more physically. Fast forward, we're all grown up with our own homes and families, yet she doesn't invite me over ever. She only invites I've gotten to her place or for her kids' parties. I feel weird inviting myself over, and I explained to her, but she said I would do, it would, wait, explain to her, but said I would do better about me asking, coming over to her house instead of inviting her to mine, but also she would invite me over if she wants me to be there but also that she would invite me over if she wants me to be there because I don't enjoy inviting myself. I'm a very, sorry, that was rough for me. (laughs) I'm a very low maintenance friend and I'm okay going months without seeing someone and picking up where we left off. We're all growing up and building families and lives and friendships aren't number one in my plate. I'm pretty understanding, but I enjoy my space and time. With all of this backstory, what is your advice to ending a friendship without having a break, a breakup, maybe separation, if you will, feels more exhausting than peaceful for the last couple of months or years, and it just isn't serving me. It feels like high school girl drama, and I straight don't have time for this victimhood type shit. Okay. This is, I think there's some things that we need to break down here. The first thing that I thought of when I was reading this is that it truly doesn't seem like she believes you about this medical condition and how it affected her birthday party. I under, I'm trying to think on her side, like I feel I could understand how she would be upset for you bailing last day on her birthday. I understand that. It sounds like you understand that also. But on the other hand, it doesn't seem, it almost seems like she thinks you were using that as an excuse not to come. Like, that's kind of like where my head first went. Also, if that's not the case, it's pretty fucked up for your friend not to be as understanding and, you know, kind of there for you and understanding that you truly are going through something that's seriously affecting you. 
obviously if you're really sick and throwing up, there's no way you're going to go stand on your feet for 12 hours where in a crowd where people are fucked up on drugs and have a good time. So I do think she was being a little selfish, rightly so it's her birthday. Like I get that. So one day a year you can be selfish, but also a little inconsiderate about the things that you were going through. Like she was only seeing it through her lens. Um, I think that situations like this, when you've been friends with someone for so long, we also tend to hold expectations on friendships like this. You expect your friend to like do certain things and hang out with you certain times. And you almost have these expectations on like how things used to be, even though it's so clear as day that they're not that way anymore. So it also sounds like there are some high expectations, you know, on this side, on her side of how she thinks that your friendship used to be, even if it hasn't been that way, you know, for a couple of years. I understand feeling like you need like closure to end the friendship or to like not hang out because you do hold the friendship so deeply in your heart. You guys have been friends for so long, but also, and this is something that I'm learning too, because I've, I've felt that way kind of in like the opposite sense of like, I was the one that wasn't being communicated with and, um, you know, being told all these things about my character also, but that's kind of like the roles are reversed where you're kind of holding this expectation that you should have a conversation with her, that you owe her a conversation. And realistically you don't. And that's just kind of like a hard truth that I'm trying to learn because can you imagine just letting that go, wishing that person well, like in even being there, if they need you, if they reach out to you, like it should be equal. It shouldn't be this difficult to have a friendship with someone. You shouldn't have to feel like you're reaching. If you're content with not spending a lot of time with your friends, that's fine. And you know what? She may value friendships more because people are putting more time and energy into that friendship. And that's fine too. Both truths can be true. And this is one of the big points I was trying to get across in last week's episode. Everybody's looking through the conflict from their, their perception. And it's hard to sit there and be like, I can understand how you feel, even though that hurts me, because I would like to think that we can take time and there be no issues and then just come back together. Like everything is fine. But if she values the friendships, friendships that are like constant lots of communication, hanging out all the time. That's okay also. But you're 100% right that you, the friendship shouldn't be this hard. And I think lifting some of those expectations that you have from your friendship, from this friendship will quite literally free you. I think you let it be And it sounds like there's already, you know, some unresolved issues. I don't think any any issues are going to be resolved from a text message saying that you want to like create space because it sounds like there's already space. I think you let it be. I think if she reaches out to you, um, 
you know, you can say something then and be, and just be honest about, you know, like, I love you and I want to see you. I feel like I don't have the time to put into this friendship and I wish I did. And I hope that we can, you know, carve out some time in the future to spend time together because I really do miss you. I don't think it has to be anything more than that. But I get it. You overthink these situations so much because you love this person. You don't want to start a fight. Also, if this person comes back upset, defensive, disregarding your feelings, you don't need to text back. You know, you don't have to say anything. You've said your piece. You said you'd like to hang out. You can also state like, I'm not interested in arguing. I would love to spend some quality time with you when we can both find the time that we're free. I don't think it has to be that deep. All of our friends, our friendships are not meant to last forever. Like we thought when we were young, even the long ones, because we do grow apart and we grow in different directions, especially like kids and family and, you know, managing this disorder that you have. It must be so difficult. It sounded like you have a lot on your plate. You should be able to surround yourself with people that are completely understanding of that and can show up for you in the ways that you need them and vice versa. Okay. Are you ready for the tea? Because this one is juicy. (laughs) So I had a friend from high school and we went our separate ways because life happened. She had a kid. I have kids. You know, life brought us back together again. Small town, everyone knows everyone. I knew her baby daddy and his whole family from the town we grew up in. She had only met my kid's dad through me. But come to find out, her and her baby daddy have had a drama-filled relationship, and the moral of the story is her baby daddy came to my friend, the one that they were in the relationship together, The baby daddy came to my friend telling her that she slept, he knows that she slept with my husband, the friend, the friend's husband, and that his, the baby daddy's current girlfriend told him this because somehow she knows my man, the husband, and she supposedly is best friends with my man. So my friend, okay, I know that was a little confusing. So there's the friend and her baby daddy. Then there's the girl that's telling the story and her husband. So the friend and the baby daddy are no longer together. And the baby daddy has a new girlfriend. Apparently that girlfriend knows the girl who's telling the story's husband. And she told the baby daddy to the friend... (laughs) I hope you're following along that she slept with her friend's husband. And now the baby daddy is like blowing up and getting mad at her. So then this girl, the friend is pissed now. So my friend decided to drive to my husband's place of work and cause a scene. She not once contacted me. I had to contact her because he called me and told me what happened and she is no longer my friend. And I think it was so disrespectful of her to go to somebody's place of work and not one embarrass them, but to make a scene. And then she goes on to say, because the rumor is definitely not true. It would never be true. 
So basically this girl got told by her baby dad that his new girlfriend told the baby dad that she slept with her friend's husband. And this girl, I'm assuming, thinks that the husband said this to the baby dad and she got pissed about it. So she showed up at the husband's work and made a whole fucking scene. I don't really think there's a question here. This sounds like chaos. And I think that is the perfect way to define it. I think, I think she was trying to ask, like, do you think my friend should have came to me with these accusations? I definitely think she should have been like, what the hell is going on? Maybe even send like a group text. I definitely think there's no reason to show up at somebody's place of work and screaming and hollering about anything. It looks psychotic. Um, I don't really know what else to say about that other than I'm glad you made the decision to remove this person from your life. And it just seems so off the wall and what a wild situation. Like, girl, you don't want to be wrapped up in that. <laughs> no, not at all. Lastly, to leave you guys on a positive note, I had my dearest cousin Chance write in some amazing advice that we could all leave here and apply this to our own situation. I think he wrote so beautifully how hard friendship breakups are and how exhausting it can be trying to hold on to something that's just not meant for your life anymore. Let me take a little sip of water. The toxic story, sorry, the story of my toxic relationship with my former breast friends is too long, but I've learned some things along the way. Losing a close friend is such a difficult experience to go through. It feels as though the person has died, but only in your reality. There's a certain type of grief, a certain type of mourn when it comes to a loss of, of a friend. And in my case, it was two of them. So I was grieving the loss of two people at the hands of one of them. Ouch. It's important to talk about them, to grieve, to mourn, so that you can eventually move forward. Unfortunately, when you're going through the grieving process, a lot of old memories will come up again, good and especially bad. You might feel absolutely insane because you're trying to figure out the way, the why and where everything took a turn. You might talk about it so much to the point where you feel like you sound like a broken record. Your thoughts never stop wondering how you can make your side heard. Sometimes it's just meant to be that way. Sometimes getting the last word or trying to prove that your intentions were good is not the way to go. Sometimes we just have to let it be and that's okay. You will miss them. You will miss your good times, your laughs, your connections. However, at some point you will start to realize that if they ever came back pleading to be in your life again, that the relationship or relationships would not be the same as they were before. You're a different person now as they should be too. You're both strangers to one another. Only the old parts of you from the past are familiar with one another. Hopefully by now you've learned to grow out of those old parts of yourself so that you are able to recognize that you are just fine without them and that you are worth more than going back to 
unresolved issues that just don't need to be resolved. It's taken me two years now and I still struggle with this sometimes, but I can truthfully say that I have made significant progress in moving on with my life. The crazy part about all of this is that they say I was dead to them. Wow. Of course they do. (laughs) But I know for a fact that they have not bothered to grieve the loss of my friendship. What's even crazier is I feel more alive now that I've moved on. And we're going to end this episode right here. Thank you for sharing your advice, asking your questions, and make sure you share this to a friend. Subscribe, follow the podcast page, Girl Stop Talking Podcast on Instagram, and I'm going to work on uploading all of these videos to YouTube here soon. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and we will be back. And by we, I mean me and the other personalities that I have next Monday. See you then. Girl, stop talking. Stop talking.